0: And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio.
1: This is part of it. What we're doing right here: get in a community with other photographers because there's so much knowledge out there. They're not your competition. They're your best friends.
0: This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you, so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. I'm back with part two of my interview with Lisa Quinlan of GreatX Studios. If you missed part one, definitely jump back and check that out so you can hear a bit more about our conversation, about our photo journeys, our journeys as friends and associate shooters, and also Lisa's switch to mirrorless, which is what we're going to dig into in this episode. Before we jump in to our uninterrupted episode, here are a few words from the folks that support this show. If you're like me And most photographers, you definitely didn't go into this business for the paperwork. We're creative people, right? So if invoices, emails, to dos make you a little crazy, that's where 17 Hats comes in. They have an all in one mobile friendly platform that basically automates your small business. 17 Hats handles all the tedious stuff like payment reminders, capturing leads, scheduling your meetings. No wonder thousands of photographers swear by it. You'll free up so much time. It's basically like you've cloned yourself and you can focus on what you do best, all the creative good stuff, while 17 Hats manages your business for you. Best of all, right now, you can save 50% on one year of 17 Hats. They are also offering a live three day virtual boot camp with part founder Amanda Ray to help you set up leads, booking and onboarding experiences. Both Black Friday offers, the 50% off and the boot camp with Amanda Ray are live now. Go to sale.17hats.com. Once again, that's 50% off your first year plus a 3-day virtual boot camp with Amanda Ray. sale.17hats.com. This is for Black Friday only, so check it out right away. Sale. seventeen hats.com. So, you all know that I love tarot and I do tarot readings, and it's a blossoming hobby that I've been really enjoying. And so, I decided to take my tarot knowledge and turn it into a free reading that you can have access to, to help you grow in your business. Head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to answer a few questions and get your free reading that outlines your business energy. This will hopefully help highlight the things that are serving you and helping you to grow, as well as point out some of the things that you might want to look out for that could be holding you back. So head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Find out what's going on with the energy in your business. Experience a little tarot tossed in there as well. And hopefully get some good ideas for how to grow moving forward. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Anyway, hi, Lisa. Welcome back. It's so nice to see you again, hear you again. So we were chatting about your switch to mirrorless and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but let's uh, talk about that because I bought a mirrorless, a Fuji XT-100S or XST, one. I don't know. I bought one of those about six years ago and used it for travel because it's so light, but I just have the one lens that it came with, the 35. Um, and I've done no further investigation into mirrorless, even though it's um, clearly the the new thing. I'm still shooting my Mark IVs and my Primes and stuff like that, Canon. But what's going on? What made you switch? Or just whatever part of the story you want to start in, I'm just curious because it's something that's definitely on the horizon for me and probably folks listening.
1: Yeah, so I'm by no means a tech person, and I'm probably going to get things wrong. But I'm shooting. I started with a Mark II, Mark III, or that's what I've had this season. And I started to notice that the Mark II was the shutter is going. It, you know, it's it's sluggish, and so it would have like this black line across half of the photo. It's super fun if you want artsy film, but I didn't. So. I decided I th- I went down, I was at the Mark III. and I was like, oh, I really need a backup. I don't wanna um not have one. And I was also having issues with focusing, and I've tried everything. So I went and rented a lens to see if it's my lenses, if it's my camera. My camera seemed to respond better to a new lens. And I thought, well, that's good. And then I started I told I went to West photo. And I told them what was going on. And they said, oh, sounds like that camera's going to go too. So in panic mode, I started researching. So again, kind of back to the sports thing. I wanted a lens, possibly a telephoto, because I was interested in getting a little bit further on the fields when I'm taking those photos. But they're so heavy, like make my back and neck hurt kind of heavy. So I was looking at what's a lighter lens. Well, the lighter lenses are made for the mirrorless cameras. And so here we are, after two months of kind of researching them, I went and rented one at West Photo as well, and it was like night and day. My lenses work better my My work talk about workflow. I only have to take two photos and know that they are in focus, like dead on at one point two on a fifty millimeter lens that has never been in focus like that with my mark, yeah. I wouldn't do I wouldn't shoot that all the time, but I was just testing to see. So it just seemed like a really, you know, for all everything, for my workflow, for everything that I do, it's a better fit for me. Some of the other things that I can think of why it's been great. You know, when you're taking photos of kids and you sometimes you have them lay down on a blanket, for instance, and you can set your camera up above them. Well, that has the uh, LCD screen where you can see it. You don't have to have your eye through that eyepiece. Now, again, I don't know if another camera is already doing that. Maybe they are. But for me, this was a transition because Mark 3s, you have to look through the eyepiece to see anything. And so you're able to just get the shot that you want. You can compose it. And I was like, but that's such freedom. I wasn't even thinking of those types of things when I was getting the camera. You can, you know, look at the levels and see if you're level by just holding the camera up. So those are just some of the main things again, just that focus is the real, is the, the main thing. I, again, I don't know, talk about joy. It's bringing me joy again, because I was getting really frustrated with having seven, eight, nine captures in a row that were out of focus. I mean, not even like, not even close. Like it's, <laughs> it's so blurry. I'm like, I cannot be this bad. I even had LASIK. I cannot be this bad. At what, hilarious.
0: what model did you get?
1: I got the R6, I think is what it's
0: called. Yeah. So
1: it's, yeah. So it's not, it doesn't have the biggest megapixel. It's the two the 20 megapixel.
0: Didn't you say that that was, this is something that I've had come up maybe with you, but also with a couple other people, Audrey brought it up, even though she has the Nikon mirrorless version that like the newest iteration of mirrorless, the sensor is so massive that the files are so massive that, that folks have been recommending not to do
1: that. Yep. And they even at West recommended that as well. And so it was really good to hear from you know quote unquote pros that like you don't need that and and I asked why you would want that and they they couldn't actually give me an answer they they said that the r six was actually even better with like low light situations, and I that doesn't that didn't make sense to me at first, but they said, well, you have the pixels are better at that um, range for lower light it's smaller for your computers hard drives and you know again unless you're blowing up to billboard size which most of us aren't i mean i'm, I'm happy to get a client to blow up anything to 11 by 14.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 so that was advice from west shout out to west photo in minneapolis yes <laughs> yeah if people if people are like west yeah it's just a that's just a direction <laughs>
1: <laughs> right west photo no they are very helpful they're wealth of knowledge. I go in there and I I'm always asking them a, a million questions. So um and you can rent something there from Friday to Monday at two o'clock. So if any you know really you can really get a feel for something for one price is, is what I'm getting at. Otherwise if you rent something on like a Tuesday, you have to return it Wednesday. So go in on a Friday or call them ahead of time and get something and you can really
0: try it out. I used to do that as well. So I've always been a big Advocate of renting stuff, particularly if you're looking to upgrade to really expensive gear, you know, the top level stuff. Like, as you said, $2,000 lenses, whatever. Before purchasing something that expensive, I always recommend renting it. But I used to go to West back in the day. It's been years since I've rented from them, but I loved the weekend deal because it was a ton of time to practice with whatever it was I was practicing with. And then uh, usually I'd have a good idea. For example, I was trying to figure out if I should buy an 85 millimeter prime or a 135. And I bought the 135 first just for different reasons. But I mean, it was like something that unless I had tested it, I I wouldn't have known, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yep. It's so worthwhile to do that if you can. I mean, it's such a big investment. You know, these cameras aren't cheap. So before I bought them, and I'm so glad I did that because again, going at that, well, get a new camera. you are like, oh God, there's three different bodies. And what is going to be the one that fits me well. The other thing is from my Mark III to this, the profiles are almost the same. So as far as editing, oh, there's, nice. really, you know, better quality. So yeah, I, I do have to go in and actually kind of fix some of my old settings a little bit, but there's so, it's so close that I feel confident holding both bodies. You know, sometimes when you have bodies from different, I had like the Mark II and the Mark III. Oh yeah. The editing could. couldn't be (laughs) together. Um, so again, more time. And I want something that talk about that workflow again, to be efficient. I want to be able to get in and get out. And this is a little bit closer. Um, again, I think even it'll be even closer once I get my settings kind of mirrored, um, together. But I mean, I was doing a, just a session last night. I was editing and I was so excited to edit the ones with the mirrorless because it was so much faster.
0: Ah, that's cool.
1: I have to go back to the Mark III. And I'm like, ah, okay, these are going to be a minute.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool to hear that the profile is similar. I know I've gone on about this before, but I'm going to just say it again. People have heard this probably a few times. But the best color profile I have ever had has been my Mark II with my fifty one point two, And I still can't – like I still will sometimes pull that out and use it mm-hmm. at many sessions or whatever because – it's so amazing, but it's nice. Uh, it's it's always a little jarring when you have to readjust all your settings and, and presets and Lightroom things to a new profile. So that's cool that it's similar.
1: Yeah, I agree. I In fact, that's why I was still using the Mark II. It's one of my favorites. And I still love to bring it for my own family photos because I get to be a little bit more. I don't know. I always change up my editing style for my own stuff. I don't know why. And that was my favorite, Closer to film, maybe, because that's where I started.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: many, many moons ago, um with film, and it gives that quality, but I think in this day and age, I um, trying to stay current and trying to compete with what's out there, nothing is gonna come close to the mirrorless as far as what's in focus, and it does have an eye tracking, which can be
0: oh, cool,
1: really, really nice, and you have kids that are running towards you, it'll track them the whole way. I think you only got one image that was blurry, and I think that was more user error again, just learning how to use it better you can go in between that and then having it be a spot meter um you can toggle it really quick and easy those are there's a bunch of youtube videos on how to get these things set up so i would highly recommend doing that just to get the most out of it i still i mean there's things i haven't even figured out that i'd be happy to after i work with the camera for a couple weeks i bet there's a lot more or if anyone even has is using one now I'm sure there's they know a lot more than I do
0: yeah I mean there's so many settings I the mark 4 was the first time in my career that I didn't take the time to learn every single setting because I didn't need it for my workflow but there's always a million things that can be done for sure before we jump off I always like to ask folks a version of this question but if you were to speak to either yourself 15 years ago or someone who's just getting started that's listening right now, what's something that you would offer up as a piece of advice in this uh, career slash journey as a photographer? Good question.
1: Well, I would definitely say two, I, I think two things. This is part of it, what we're doing right here, get in a community with other photographers because there's so much knowledge out there. They're not your competition. They're your best friends. I think we all support each other so much. Um, so that would be the first thing, but also to turn off. Looking at other people's work.
0: Ah, yes. At
1: certain points. I do think, you know, sometimes it's good to do that for inspiration, but I, but I know all of us can become um, our worst critics and I think we need to just own our own creativity and and style for a time, especially in the beginning, and just let that be what it is. And if you're not happy with it, that's one thing. But if you're happy doing what you're doing, don't let uh, what everybody else out there do is doing influence what you're doing. I mean, there's definitely days I look at at other people's work and I think it's just beautiful, but it's so different from my style that if I were to just switch gears in the middle. I don't know if it would represent who I really am as an artist and that's at the end of the day what we all are. I don't think many people do this job if you're just trying to make money um because it has that artistic sense sensibility to it that you have to have in order to at least for for most of these the things that we're doing families and things like that. So
0: Yeah, no, I think that's awesome advice. I think that's really good. One of the things I I recommend to folks that I work with as well is in addition to not looking at what other photographers are doing in your genre, it can be really helpful to look at genres that are completely different from your own for inspiration. So I like to look back through the archives at like folks like Gordon Parks or Diane Arbus or whatever, and really look at stuff that's like not what I'm doing. I mean, it's still portraiture and it's still tells a story but it, it's just I think getting your head out of out of the space because if you jump on Facebook or you jump on sort of anywhere and look at lifestyle photography or family photography it's just it, it is very samey I think there was a period of time you'll probably remember this and and then we'll wrap up but there was a period of time when like the preset world started happening mm-hmm. and like everybody's photos looked like sunblasted and orange ish
1: <laughs> yep yep I was on- <laughs> I may have, may have purchased a few of those.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, it's just, and trends are cool. I'm not knocking any of that because we all went through it, but I, I do think what you are offering up to people is super smart. Just, just ignore it, you know, and, and, and just for a while, shoot what feels good to you.
1: Absolutely. Or even if you just do your own personal projects and let yourself just have that freedom to be what you really, and see if it works for your style. I know when I shoot sports, it's a totally different, image quality or i edit that different than i do family portraiture so um, experimenting you know and then maybe maybe i'll switch one or the other i don't know but i think again just don't be too hard on yourself and allow yourself freedom to create and then come back to what is really you and and see where it goes so i guess that's that's what i would tell myself because i i think i there's sometimes if when if the doubt creeps in it can become <laughs> that's not a good day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we all have the doubt. And I, I think that's great advice. And uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? What's the best spot?
1: I am Great X Studios. That's my business name. And so you can find there's a website com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook are the main places. I can't handle any more social Um, platforms
0: yeah no (laughs) instagram's great so gray duck studios for those that aren't from minnesota can you just explain why it's gray duck (laughs) because
1: it's not goose it is duck (laughs) Duck. (laughs) but i also i chose that because it is it it says where i'm from so that was kind of fun but yeah that's cool then everyone copied me it was like now you have gray duck liquor and gray duck all these things so i consider myself a trend starter
0: you were you did that years ago i thought it was super cool i remember when you had that rebrand it was a long time ago and it was it was great yeah it still is
1: it's a fun one and i still i still want to do more with it see i still have joy it still brings me excitement i'm gonna have you know a little mascot with a duck now that has you know some sports happening i don't know well, the future futures is, is is bright. The future is
0: bright. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. <laughs> I I hope to have you on again sometime soon. It's it's been really weird that you haven't been on yet. So <laughs> thanks for doing this. Yes,
1: I'm I'm excited too. I look forward to it. Awesome.
0: So if you are still listening and you would like to join the community that Lisa and I were just chatting about, go to photobusinesshelp.com forward slash community and join us. We have all kinds of chats and discussions and we share and and it's a lot of fun. So photobusinesshelp.com forward slash community. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this two-part interview with Lisa Check out Lisa on Instagram. Everything is linked in the show notes, Duck Studios. If you'd like to join the community that we are a part of, go to photobusinesshelp.com forward slash community. Jump in the group, ask questions, meet other photographers, share your work, all the good stuff that happens. If you're looking to network with more photographers, you know I'm a huge fan of community and how much it can help you in this industry. So photobusinesshelp.com forward slash community. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out ProPhoto. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. For listeners of the Photo Business Help Podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months. When you sign up using the coupon code PhotoBizHelp. So, whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25. Per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code PhotoBizHelp. Thank you for listening. I don't want you to forget about this awesome Black Friday 17 Hats offer. It's 50% off one year of your first year at 17 Hats, as well as a three day virtual boot camp with one of 17 Hats' founders, Amanda Ray. Go to sale.17hats.com. To grab all the goodies, that's sale.17hats.com, the number 17, the word hats. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.